See, it was not a fun song. It was fun. I wish I had a spittoon. <laughs> you want to do something like that, huh? That's real classy, by the way. Um, Rick Elliott and the Secondhand Smoke Band. I was listening to the whole CD. I was just kind of going through it and it's everything. Fun. It is. It's actually, you know, he's like you said, you like the Merle Haggard, the old school stuff. Does that kind of like uh, Hank? Does Hank that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven? The Hanks. Um, yeah, I like it. It's it's got. I like the twang country. Yeah, well, right. I, I don't like it. Like I won't go out and buy country or. But right. have you ever seen the? Um, but once in a while, it's good for you know for what it is. I guess yeah, good good. Good driving music. The documentary, The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Uh, I, yes. <coughs> I, I don't think I've seen the whole thing. You but have I, to. But maybe I have. I, I've the, seen a lot so of great. it. It's so great. Yeah, it's pretty And that's, more, that's Hank the Third. That's Hank the Third. He, that's he right, helped right, put right, that right, on. Right, right, okay. Yeah, and he did the, like, the soundtrack and yeah, everything. Yeah, that's a little scary stuff right there, man. Oh, my it's God. It's scary to know that there's people like that around. I mean, that's just, it's part of what... The, but like, every country in this world has... People like that. They do. Too. I mean, it's just what it it's is. Family, they're always getting so, arrested and stuff. Yeah. So, what do you think about this? All right. So, think about like the human, the human nature thing of it all. When you're looking at at this, you know, the microcosm of, you know, even the city of Phoenix, Arizona, could be representative of the whole world if you think about it. Even yeah. though you don't speak everyone's language, you're still living in a society that's run similar to other societies. You know, I mean, right? It's, it's, you're going <laughs> to have your white trash Argentina. I'm still trying to figure out what the you're trying to say yeah. <laughs> i'm just saying as far as like we're you know people in general you know are accepting to live in that way right yeah to, to, to be that that's just they're out there you know there are people out there that just want to live like that they and, just and that's don't just give the way a fuck is. and they're, i love it right that, that, like, exactly are. right so the thing is it's like when you create the society that we've you know are working work busy bees you know what i mean we're working hard this and that we're yeah there's a portion of the society that doesn't <laughs> i know it's so funny i i mean that's why Republicans are probably, you know, angry at them. They're not. They're not angry that they're getting free rides. They're they're jealous. Actually, is what it really comes down to. Yeah. They're jealous that they're getting a free ride that they don't have to work for a living. Yeah, that they can just live off whatever the government. Right. Exactly. Someone, you know, it, it, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> I don't care. They're happy. <laughs> See, I always think we should have like a, a designated spot. Just uh, <laughs> West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> West Virginia, but I mean, you know. Put I, them all there. I think I've driven through West Virginia once. I've driven through, sure. It yeah. was like a portion of it, not a, not a very lot of it. Yeah, it was like a it. corner. It was like a slice. Right. Right. Were you driving cross country? It was for the road trip with Jimmy to make the film, the documentary. Um, we did come down through that way. For the documentary? Yeah. yeah for, for the Everyone kidney? fucking pick. yeah. Everyone okay. picks on me for that. Well, but. let's talk about this, man. So, we went, okay, so I remember a few years ago. How long? Four years ago? Four years on the 19th okay, is so my, my kidneyversary. So you actually, this is on and next week. Technically, would be next Saturday. Was it Saturday? No, Sunday. Sunday. Next Sunday. Four twenty is Monday. <laughs> you actually went under the knife. Yes. And got the kidney taken out. Yep. Okay. Now let's backtrack to where this all began. Why did you decide to give your kidney um, to someone else? Well, I, a girl, a girl, and I, Kirti, had been following each other for, on Twitter for maybe a year. We had a lot of friends in common, and we started establishing a relationship on Twitter which is my favorite social media network. And um, after a while, I learned that her mom was sick and um, had kidney failure, and I liked the Facebook page that she was documenting, you know, what it's like to have kidney failure and mm. kidney disease. And then um, in January of 2011, I, it was, I saw her having a conversation on Twitter with another mutual friend about how her mom finally agreed to go on the transplant list. And it was what Kirti wanted for her birthday. For my birthday, all I want is for you to go on the list. She'd been sick for 10 years. Mm. Um, so and why, her, why did it take so long to get on the list? So they well, hesitant she or? wasn't sick enough. Oh. For 10 years, see, her kidney failure was caused by Motrin. High doses of Motrin for migraines 
when she was hospitalized for migraine. And so the high doses of Motrin actually killed her kidney. So we're not supposed to take that stuff, even though we can buy it at the drugstore over the counter. Um, and here we get a little political, but um, it's very dangerous to take those medications. And so for 10 years, she she avoided dialysis. She had a very strict diet. She never cheated on it. And then finally, they said, your function is bad enough that you have to start dialysis. And she's like, I don't want it to go on dialysis. Um, and that's when she agreed to go on the transplant list. Both her kidneys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When, when your kidneys fail, your kidneys fail. Yeah, gotcha. Unless you have some kind of an accident where, you know, one gets damaged by, you know, being hit by something or whatever. Right. Um, so... I, I started the testing. Um, there was a lot of a lot of stuff that went on in that time, but I started the testing. And they're Indian, originally from India. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been here for 40 years. They've lived here forever. But they're originally from there, so I didn't know that I could donate to someone of color or a different color than I am. And so it turned out that we, you know, we matched perfectly to the very, very second that I was cut open. I lost my job in that time. Mm. I was fired because I didn't hit my sales goal because that month I was at the Mayo Clinic testing to save somebody's life. So I got fired. Really? Yeah. The next day, though, I got hired by a Twitter follower. They're like, we love we love you on Twitter. You know you know what you're doing. We need a social media person. Let's talk after the surgery. I'm like, I'll start tomorrow. Hmm. You know, I, I couldn't not be working. They fired me three weeks to the day before I donated my kidney. So I had three weeks you know, to either think about, oh, my God, I don't have a job. And that's what I thought I was thinking. And you're going into surgery, so you got to pay for that. Yeah. And I just realized, you know, uh, whatever's going to happen has to happen right now. I I just need to focus on this kidney thing. And I got a job right away. And it it just... So you went into the hospital. So, like, how how long did it take for them to figure out that you were a match? Um, I went through the testing. It took maybe six weeks. I kind of had to spread stuff out because I was working at the time. Which I ended up... They can't just go in at one time and test you? You could go in over two or three days because the thing is you have to be really healthy. You have to be super, super healthy. So they give you a heart monitor to wear. They give you bladder tests. They gave me CT scans to check the kidneys. I had mammograms, pap smears. My entire body was tested Hmm. to make sure I'm... You're A-OK. Yeah, and I was, obviously, or else I wouldn't have been able to. It's better than an STT test, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, I've never had to test. (laughs) Believe it or not. You never had to take one. Well, you talking about you never had. Well, that's another story. Let's, talk about it. Let's continue this. We'll save that for porno music or not. Yeah. Uh, so April 19th. So you had, to, you had to do a whole ordeal. You had to wear monitors. You had to be checked out to make sure you were A-OK to, to go through with it. But was that after you tested OK for the, the blood? I mean, Yeah. The okay. first is the blood type. OK. Well, that's not what I wanted to get to. That's, so the, the initial thing is first it's your blood type. And they say you are a match. You can do this if... You pass these other tests. Is kind of what it went. Kind down of, to. and here's like the weird thing. There's, uh, <clears throat> there's books out there like eating right for your blood type, and they map out like where your blood type is from. So my blood type is B positive, and so is hers, and it's a rare blood type. Not a lot of people. I have always it. hear every blood type's rare. It's not. It's not true though. No. Okay. Um, but when I, I read this book about eating right for your blood type, and they said that my blood type originated in northern India, Nepal. Really? In that area. Yeah, isn't that weird? Jack, do you know your blood type? Yeah, my blood type is Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Dr. Pepper? <laughs> no, I don't. You don't know it? Um, I, I didn't know I don't mine. Know, I don't know mine. I didn't know mine because the last time I knew it was 10th grade biology when you prick your finger, you know, back in right. the 80s when you could app? actually have blood, you know? Is there an app for that? 
could test your blood type. I don't know. Like, how would you be able to without the <laughs> actual liquid? It. Yeah, you'd have to prick it. Like, the phone would have to take a diagnostic. <laughs> I don't think we need that. I don't think we need that out there because people will do app. weird things. Yeah, they're probably they'll put their the phone on top of someone's know. skin and then do it, and then they would be like pricked. Right, but, uh, terrorism right there. <laughs> It'll happen. I know. So, yeah. And the Today Show was there. The Today Show came out twice to film us. Like the actual one from New York? Yep. Oh, right on. They were with me until I was wheeled into the operating room. And the last thing I remember saying was, get the fucking camera out of my face. (laughs) Did you really? Well, at that time, the news had uh, been, you know, they picked up our story because it's a great story. Social media. Why were you mad? Why were you mean? And then I got fired, and then all the news outlets had to have me out for that. I was done with publicity, even though everyone said I did it for publicity. I couldn't wait to be knocked out because I just wanted all of that part to be over. Like, all this stuff people are focusing on when all I kept thinking was, this is a lady who's dying. Right, right. Can we focus on that? I don't give a fuck if I have a job or not. I'll get one. But this lady's dying. So all I wanted was to be knocked out and for all of it to be over. There's a lot of drama. Yeah. So they were actually following you, like I'm, 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 I'm thinking of a scene in ER or something like that, where you're it was kind of like that. gurney down the hallway and there's reporters all around you. You know what I mean? Yeah, they so took- Amy, tell us what <laughs> So okay, so let's. Oh yeah, so we had that going on. So where is this person from again? Well, they're they're originally from India, but right. she lives in Surprise. They live here in. Oh, they live in, here. In, in okay, the so what were you doing on the road? On the road was uh, in 2013, filming other kidney donors to show that we live normal, healthy lives so that more people will do what I did or what we did. So you just randomly picked a tour to go on or was Kind it... of. Well, I've after I donated, I got in some groups on Facebook for kidney donors and I developed a relationship with a lot of them. And I thought, well, you know, I would love to meet these guys. How can I go about doing it? And I thought, oh, we'll make a movie, drive around the country and meet these people who I already know, but I've never met in person. Right. And that's where James Petrogallo comes in. I've known him forever, and he's made some films in the past that I'm a huge fan of. And the night I, you know, was in the car thinking of this concept, I got to Bridget's. Oh no, Brid- the Ice House on Thomas. Right. Yeah. And because it was Wednesday night when they used to do shows on Wednesdays, and there's Jimmy right there, and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm thinking of making this documentary, and I thought of you, and. He didn't even hesitate, and he's like, I'm in. Nice. So where, where are you with that? Is it all done? And It'll be done this summer. Oh, nice. Okay, mm-hmm. very cool. Yeah. So where did you go? Where, just give us some spots. We went from here to Vegas to Pasadena and L.A. because Alonzo Bowden was in it. Oh, really? Uh, well, he donated. I'll get to that in a second. Yeah. And then we went to Salt Lake City, Denver, Minneapolis, Chicago. All driving? Detroit. My little Volkswagen out there. Detroit. All in one Massachusetts, New York City, New Jersey, Baltimore, and then on the way back, Little Rock. Oh, good for you. Yeah, That's... 20, 28 states, 20 days, 8,000 miles. <laughs> oh, man. In my little tiny boat. how did you get James to go on a month, get a month off to do this? Well, he wasn't working at the time. Okay. So you just went on a full month tour. You went all, all to every single person that was a donor. Well, yeah. Well, two people in the film were not donors. One's a recipient and one's waiting for a kitty. But I picked them because of my relationship with them online. Okay. So um, what's the title of the movie? Social Media Stole My Kidney. Oh, nice. Do you like the logo? It's me in a it's, tub of ice. Yeah. Get it? It's like a, uh, like a, a Vegas yeah. <laughs> operation. Tijuana. A Tijuana, a Tijuana <laughs> operation. Nice. Well, good for you. You know, that's really cool. You know, I'm glad everything's going well with this. You know, I'm hopefully yeah. can raise more attention. I think I'm scared to even know if I match anybody. Just don't have to go through all that. It changed my life. And then I'll have to see, like, if I'm fit enough to do it. I'm sure you are. Yeah. I mean, you're not 
drinking and smoking until all hours of the night, and you no. probably eat kind of well. Yeah. Um, it's kind of sort of. It gave me a purpose. I don't have kids, you know, so that was that's like my baby, and I still do public speaking gigs and things like that for right for kidneys. That's really cool. That's uh, good for you. And if anybody wants to follow you online, let them know where where you're at, and then uh, we'll we'll. Uh, the best place is on Twitter, and my handle is the fabulous one, all spelled out, one word: t h e f a b u l o u s o n e. And that's usually the best place. I'm more of Twitter than than anything else. I really like Twitter. 